Hello and welcome to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. I'm Emma, a mama of two girls, an ex-nursery practitioner and the creator of the Non-Perfect Parents Club. The Non-Perfect Parents Club is all about support, honesty, truths, acknowledging that none of us can be perfect parents because it's impossible and basically just speaking the unspoken. The only rule here is no judgment allowed. I love hearing people's stories, I love finding out about other parents, their family dynamics, their values and how they tick. So that is what this podcast is going to be. Some great honest conversations about parenting, hopefully delving into some nitty gritty thoughts and feelings that will make us all laugh, cry and sigh a big sigh of relief. Hello and welcome back to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. Today I'm joined by Christina from Amazing Grays, who creates Grays boxes and party food for our local area. Hi Christina, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Firstly, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, yeah, so um, as Emma said, my name's Christina. Um, I've lived in Lancaster all my life and um, I'm married. I have three children, three boys um, who are seven I have to think about that. <laughs> um, 7, 11 and 14. Um, Living a very messy, disorganised... you've got a busy life going on there. Yeah, yeah. Just It's a full-time job just keeping up with the washing and, uh, yeah. and tidying up after them all. So, yeah, fun. <laughs> okay, so tell us a little bit about Amazing Grays. It's a fairly new business, isn't it? So, yes. tell us about that. So, um, after some encouragement for some from some friends, um, I decided to start my own little catering business. Mm-hmm. So, I've always sort of catered like the kids' christenings, kids' birthdays, okay. um, any family events, you know, I've catered a few parties for a couple of friends. Um, and food has always been like a big passion for me. I love okay. my food. Um, and I love feeding other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I noticed was when I was having my own events, I wasn't really spending so much time with my friends and family because I was too busy making yeah. all the food and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so, like I say, after some encouragement from, from some friends, yeah. I decided to give it, a, give it a bit of a go. So um, I was still sort of in concept mode. I'm mm-hmm. open to different ideas and different suggestions but some of the events that I've got going on at the moment is um a party on mm-hmm. Saturday yeah. that I'm catering for and I've got kids parties booked in and christenings and things like that so um yes yeah, so that's where we're at at the moment so what made you decide to do like the greys boxes then because I've seen the pictures of these <clears throat> and they look amazing mm, it's very hard for me not to eat them myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if I have one left over, yeah, I quite so happily. Do yeah. you still? Because often you find, don't you, when people are like making a certain type of food, yeah. they think, "Oh, I don't want that because I've I've seen it so much." Mm. But is it is it hard to like? Um, maybe I'll get to that point eventually. <laughs> but no, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm like one for you, one for me. <laughs> and obviously, you've got to test everything out well, as well. That's you need it. to, you know, quality control is really yeah. important yeah. to me. So I've got to make sure everything that I'm sending out mm-hmm. is um is is perfect. So yeah. I've got to test it all. So yeah, so I think um like I say. Food has always been like a big pleasure for me, not just um, 
for myself but for providing it for other people as well I've I've always I've always baked like for as long as I can remember um not always successfully I remember (laughs) an auntie making a comment about my rock buns being um, (laughs) quite rock like (laughs) but that I suppose probably just spurred me on to uh, get get them right so um yeah, so I've, I've baked for as long, gosh, for a long, long time. Um, I did have a brief stint of making wedding cakes, actually. Oh, um, really? Yeah, just cupcakes. Yeah. Um, but, like, I did a big wedding once of, like, 250 cakes. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so it's always been something that's been in my life. Um, and and then, obviously, I had my, had my children. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had a job for a number of years where I was like the leader of a sales team right um that came to an end just over 12 months ago um <clears throat> and then I've just picked up a few little jobs here and there um to, to sort of keep me going but nothing's really ignited that fire inside of me mm-hmm. um so like I say after conversations with with friends and family and things I thought this is really like where my passion lies I love watching somebody eat something that I've made and then really enjoy it. Um, Also, as I said before, when I've catered events for my family, what I've noticed is you don't get to enjoy those times because you're too busy in the kitchen or, um, you know, I remember my, my, my middle boy's christening. I spent all the time in the kitchen preparing food and yeah. didn't really get to see anybody until they were all leaving Aww. and saying goodbye. So to be able to give that to somebody else, to be able to take that stress away from somebody mm-hmm. and for them to be able to enjoy their event because I'm taking care of that for yeah. them, um, you know, that'll... Sounds really selfish, isn't it? But that will bring me lots of joy. Yeah, um, yeah so that's sort and of... And that's that you've got to... I'm a strong believer and you've got to enjoy what you do. Yes. So, you know, you've got to you've got to have that passion there, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And um, it's quite hard to find what mm, your passion is, isn't it? Yeah. Um I came across this Japanese um what do you call it? This I can't think what it's called. Um this Japanese concept yeah. called ikigu. I don't know if you've heard of ikigai it's called. I don't know if you've oh, heard of I'm it before. Sure. And it's these four sort of questions that you ask yourself. And when you, when each of those questions is answered, that is when you have achieved Ikigai. Oh, wow. So the questions are something that you love, mm-hmm. something that you're good at, something that the world needs, and something that you can make money from. Wow. So when you tick all of those yeah. boxes, they are your Ikigai. Um, I've never heard of that. That's really good. I love that. Yeah. So it's something that I've been thinking about a lot about, and um, you know, with with sort of catering, mm-hmm. I I sort of can tick those things. I am I'm quite I'm told I'm quite a good baker, mm-hmm. um, and it is something that people need. People need food, don't yeah, they? Yeah. You know. Um, obviously, I can make that into a bit of a business as mm-hmm. well, and I get so much joy from it yeah I actually lie in bed at night thinking about <laughs> what I'm gonna make <laughs> you know and, and visualize sort of what it's mm-hmm. gonna look like um it's such a good creative outlet for me as well yeah so you said that like um your friends encouraged you to do it how mm. hard was it to kind of 
make that start because it's like you say it's all right ticking the boxes and having mm. that idea but actually making that start isn't always as easy as it sounds is it no it's not at all and it was terrifying yeah and the amount of times even in the last few weeks where I've just thought this isn't going to work what is the point what am I trying to do you know just mm-hmm. just just sack it off you know yeah. um the negative part of my brain mm-hmm. has wanted me to not do this because it's it's terrifying to yeah. put something out into the world that you've created. Yeah. Um I am a massive people pleaser like okay. I you know I am not great at taking criticism. Yeah. Um and so to put something out and to, the worry that I have that are people going to like it? Mm-hmm. Are people going to think it's naff? Are people going to you know that is going on inside of my head all of the time and mm-hmm. I think anybody that creates anything whether it's content whether Mm -hmm. it's you know jewelry whether it you know anything that people are making themselves to then put out into the world is a really scary thing to do and and you have to be quite brave I don't class myself as a very brave person (laughs) but you do have to be quite brave so yeah it's like it's like a roller coaster you must feel this with yours yeah can relate to everything you've just said um you know some days I feel confident in what I'm doing and mm-hmm. some days I think, yeah, I'm, I'm good at this, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And other days, like I said before, you know, it's just like, oh, this is rubbish. Why, yeah. why, why am I even bothering, you know? Yeah. And, and I think comparing myself as well, mm. you know, um, I'm not the first person to bake a cake. I'm not yeah. the first person to, to, <laughs> to make a graze table or, mm-hmm. you know, um, make a cheese board or whatever, you know, there's plenty of other people out there that are doing it. Um, and, and so it's very easy to think, oh, well, they're doing it. So, you know, they're going to do it better than me as well. So why, why should mm-hmm. I bother? Um, but I think it's acknowledging that you're having those thoughts as well and and actually the fact that other people are doing it shows that there is a market and Mm -hmm. there is demand and you know I do believe that what I'm offering is is great quality well priced Mm -hmm. and so it's just reminding yourself of that isn't it with the space for everyone I'm Mm. like my thing is always the space for everyone and you'll do it your own way that in a way that someone else won't do because they're not you yes so yeah absolutely yeah and also you know I don't know I had a I had a lovely lady message me actually who um who makes cakes and um I was a bit worried because so I've been, I do I do like savoury graze boxes mm-hmm. um for two or more people which is sort of like meats breads cheeses mm-hmm. pick, you know pickles fruits and veg and things like that um <clears throat> and then I've also been doing um like sweet graze boxes where I'll make five or six different desserts um the mini banoffee pies they were a yeah, big hit <laughs> to me <laughs> <laughs> um cheesecakes my husband is a massive fan of my cheesecakes so he's uh he's always uh praising me for those and um yeah, so then I'll make sort of graze, sweet graze boxes of different desserts. Um, and obviously that's really similar to what a lady I know, what, you know was doing. She, mm-hmm. she makes cakes and things. And she sent me a message. And I think she thought there was going to possibly going to be like a bit of competition yeah. or like a bit of... But that, I'm not, that's not me yeah. at all. Like, like you said, there's space for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's 
um, there's enough people around, isn't yeah, there, yeah. To, <laughs> that, oh, yeah, that want cake yeah. and, and food. So, um, and I think collaboration is fantastic as mm-hmm. well, isn't it? You yeah. know, like we can all, even if we're doing similar-ish things, we can help each other out. If yeah. if I get an order that is beyond me or, mm-hmm. you know, that I can't do, I can pass that on. Yeah, and I think that's something else. in the business world, I feel like that's a fairly, not a new concept, but for so long it's there's been this like competition and I guess especially with women maybe mm. of like I'm doing that you can't do that mm. or well this is my and you kind of hold it close whereas like you say collaboration is amazing mm. and if you've got something you know you, that you can't do or it's too much or you, you can mm. pass it on and everyone is benefiting from that isn't it like it's yeah. all it's that support I guess isn't it it's yeah. helping each other out and absolutely know, I don't know whether it's an age thing with me um, or whether it's just things are changing and Mm -hmm. there's this movement towards women, you know, working together. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, gosh, I don't know, if you go back to, like, caveman times, Mm -hmm. you know, women lived together. We we spent most of our times together and the men were off somewhere else, you know, bashing something over the head (laughs) or whatever, weren't they? Um, And then... I don't know, growing up, I think I felt there was a lot of competition between mm. between myself and other other females. And then when I became a mum, I think that's when I really learned the value of female friendship. Yeah. Um because my friends were my were my lifesavers, mm-hmm. you know, they were yeah. godsend. The, the women that I spent time with when my babies were little, you know, I don't think I don't think that time would have been a as easy or b as pleasurable if mm-hmm. I hadn't have had those friendships. And that, like I say, I don't know whether that's just my age and me maturing, or whether it does feel like we're being much more encouraged now yeah. to band together. You know, I know your algorithm dictates what you see, but when I go on TikTok. Mm-hmm. it's all about empowering one another and it's yeah. all about feeling good about ourselves and not about dragging each other down yeah, yeah. which I think for quite a long time we were encouraged to do yeah so how do you find kind of running a business around family life so hard yeah so hard like um having a family is so Difficult. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm so grateful. I feel like the luckiest person in the world to have, um, you know, three, mostly wonderful, <laughs> sometimes slightly annoying and very messy children. Yeah. No, but I am. I'm so so grateful for the for mm-hmm. for the life that I've got. But yeah, it's so hard. I think anybody that does anything other than just spending all their time cooking, cleaning, washing, yeah, you know, it it, it is so hard to juggle everything. Um. I'm lucky again that my husband is is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he he'll help with help. I shouldn't say that, should no, I? Absolutely. Very no. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Um, some of the cooking and um, you know, and 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 just little things, you know, like not having to do every single school run in a week. Yeah. Is a, is a massive thing for me. Just that. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with that today. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of sharing that load mm-hmm. is, is really important um there's things obviously like I've got really paranoid now about him listening to the podcast <laughs> but you know there's things that are just my duty mm-hmm. you know and I, and I know that 
I think I think when me and, me and my husband first started a family, um, he worked full time and I, um, I didn't work. I was a full time mum, so those jobs naturally became mine. Um, and that sort of stayed that way. Mm-hmm. Also, sort of reproducing what my parents were like. Yeah. You know, my mum did work, but but she cooked the meals, she cleaned yeah. the house. You know, my dad's dinner was on the table when he got home yeah. from work and those kind of things. So I think we fell into that mm-hmm. um, sort of dynamic. Um, and that's that's evolved as the kids have got older and um, and, and things like that. So it is, it is shared, but I just still think that the bulk of the responsibility comes down mm-hmm. to me yeah um and i think that's um that's the same that's quite true in a lot of yeah, relationships think, yeah. and families i think isn't it yeah um <clears throat> i know there's a lot of things being spoken about these days about the mental load mm-hmm. and it is and they don't they don't get it no they don't get it and it's so hard you know because even if they say right tell me what to do but but sometimes there's just so much to yeah. do that. And you've still got to think of that yes. to then tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sometimes the exhausting bit, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So um yeah, so certainly juggling family with um running a business is, is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um when I'm having like a baking day or when I'm having a catering day, because I run the business from home, yeah. Um no one can be around. Everybody <laughs> yeah. everybody needs to leave the house. Yeah. And then also like um you know, I have a separate fridge for mm-hmm. my catering and I'm like, nobody touch anything that's <laughs> yeah. in that fridge, you know, and, and I have to find, like, I have to find places to hide, you know, like, yeah. I put flakes on top of my, um, on top of my mini banoffee pies yeah. and, and if I go in the cupboard and somebody's eating the flake, you know, <laughs> yeah. so I have to find, like, secret hiding places to put things that they won't find. <laughs> so, um, yeah, things like that. Obviously, on the days when I'm baking and, and catering and things, I, I just, you know, it's like the kids will have fish and chips for tea mm-hmm. and they'll sit in the front room and eat them, you yeah, know, because yeah. I just, it, t- it takes over. Yeah. Um, but as much as, I mean, they love it as well because yeah. there's, there's always, I've got to make extra cakes, yeah. haven't I? So there's always, <laughs> there's always extra bits. But yeah, it is, it is a juggle. It is a juggle. And I think you really need your partner support mm-hmm. when you, um, you know, when you're doing anything like this. So... Just before we started recording, you mentioned a little bit about um, that we've got a similar ethos around what we do. So tell us a little bit about your ethos for mm. Amazing Grace. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so what really drew me like towards your Facebook group and mm-hmm. your podcast and things was was that bringing people together. Um, and that's always been something that I've loved to do is bringing people together. Um, so... The, the idea sort of behind the grace boxes is very much that sharing of experience um you know I have these romantic views in my head of girlfriends getting together and sharing you know a glass of wine um and sh- you know sharing some food together and having a good natter and you know putting the world to right sort yeah. of thing um or couples you know, cosying up, especially this time of year, yeah. cosying up on the sofa, um, candles lit, curtains closed, you know, and, and just that bringing of people together mm-hmm. um, is really what 
what sort of I don't know I suppose it ignites that fire inside yeah. of me um <clears throat> I love I love what you do with with the groups and as I said before you know the friendships that I made when my children were yeah. little um were a godsend and even now having having a teenager my eldest is 14 this is the first time I used to nanny actually before I right. became a mum and and so when I was handed a baby I was yeah. like oh yeah kind of doing yeah, like yeah, I'm not yeah. saying I'm a pro or anything but I, I, know, I know what they what need yeah, yeah toddlers yeah. oh yeah I've read all the books you know like yeah. I know what I'm doing teenagers <laughs> oh my god how do you deal with that I think we need support groups set up yeah for people with teenagers yeah because it is so hard isn't it yeah so just coming back to what you were saying about like your ethos of like friends sharing a, a graze box mm. and stuff um, I saw, I think it was must have been on your Facebook page that there was a group and they'd actually had them, they had them delivered to the pub or they yes. picked them up and they were sat in the pub with them. Yeah. And I love that. I thought, oh. Yeah, it was lovely. So this particular pub doesn't serve food. Yeah. Obviously, I don't think you could, um, no. you know, <laughs> a lot of establishments probably wouldn't like that. But yeah, so um, this pub doesn't serve its own food. So they're quite happy for you to bring mm-hmm. um, food in. So again, yeah, it's that um, sharing those times. So that group of friends um, get together like once a month, um, and uh, and just have a have an at really. So we've probably touched on this a little bit already. What what do you enjoy about Amazing Grace, and then what do you find hard? Um, <clears throat> I love the creative side of me that it brings mm-hmm. out. I saw um, numbers, so you can get like oh, these yeah. cardboard numbers and you can fill them with food. Now they're like £15 each on mm-hmm. Etsy, so I'm making my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got um, a christening later on in the month, mm-hmm. so I'm spelling out the little boy's oh, name wow. whose christening it is. Um, and just going to fill those with like sweets and visually it'll be really beautiful but obviously that's just an idea that I've taken that I've seen somewhere else but but that still sparks that creativeness inside of me um I think the internet is fantastic for that these days I years ago I learned myself I taught sorry taught myself how to crochet you know like videos on YouTube (laughs) you know so there's 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 so much out there isn't there that yeah, you there can is, yeah. so I, I love that I love um I love having a project I love mm-hmm. um you know I was laying in bed last night thinking about children's party food and what's what's going to excite them you know more than just a triangle of sandwich and and a yeah. sausage roll you know what's gonna what's gonna really be novel and mm-hmm. and different to make that boy's party special for yeah. him you know um so I love that side of things. Mm-hmm. I love having a project that I can pour my energy into. Um, because being a parent, as much as I love it, being a mum, being a wife, it can be mundane, can't it? You know, mm-hmm. the washing is never ending, yeah. you know. You turn and you around need something and... for you, don't yes. you? Yes, yeah. And like you say, if it's making that spark for you, mm. that's what we need, don't yes. we? Because like... when you spark that in your in what you're doing and you find that enjoyment it makes everything else easier yeah you know if you're if I I find if I've had a particularly like nice time with my husband if we've done something together or if I've 
been for a coffee with a friend or even just you know not even out anywhere just just had a chat and um and sorted out a few things in my head of of what's going on with the help of a friend and things if I've been out and had a drink and got dressed up if I've you know all of those things that make you happy if you can do those it then makes the wash load yeah. easier to do doesn't yeah. it yeah. so that is very much what amazing grace is bringing to me mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. sparking that joy in me mm-hmm. um what what do I not like I suppose there's not much that I don't like I think mm-hmm. I think it's hard what um juggling you know yeah. sort of it's hard to say to the kids no I'm doing this now so yeah yeah I can't take you to the park right now because this is what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and setting those boundaries is difficult because they kind of then have to not be top priority because I've got somebody who's got an expectation of me I've got something that I need to deliver and and that's hard isn't it as Mm -hmm. a parent to do that Um, but then I think that's also really good for everybody if there is another priority isn't there Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's a good lesson for children to learn. How have your family found it in that respect? You know, like you're saying, like, obviously you can't just drop everything Mm. to to do whatever. I think it's probably been hardest for my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was one particular time when he came in and somebody had come to pick something up as Mm -hmm. well and I'd invite them in for a brew and we were having a chat because, you know, that that's that sort of um, part of it as well you yeah. know like I, I was I was stood on the doorstep talking to somebody for half an hour the other day when they'd come to collect a, a box of cakes which is absolutely lovely you know I love yeah. talking I love spending time with people so um <clears throat> but I think he'd come in the kitchen every surface was covered in cakes ingredients you know <laughs> um he'd had a really hard day and it was like so what what's going on you know and I hadn't prepared him for it as yeah. well so um so so that's quite difficult but yeah. as as the weeks go on it's, it's like with anything you know when you start something it's difficult mm-hmm. and the more you know it's terrifying I know we talked before didn't we about starting the podcast and yeah, yeah. that fear that you have every time and and but the more you do it the easier it becomes yeah. doesn't it and it's that pushing comfort zones isn't it definitely yeah um, the first time you do anything, it's always going to be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more you do anything, the easier it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And just going back to like what you said about how you, when you're thinking of ideas and stuff and you're thinking of how can you make that child's party special or I love that way of thinking about it. So like, you know, quite often it's just, oh, well for me, especially like, oh, we we're having a, a party or whatever but we need some food mm-hmm. and I don't kind of think about any more than that mm. whereas that's quite a different spin on it I guess and I really like that yeah because every every time I I make something every time I take on like a booking for a, a an event I'm thinking about that person mm-hmm. and and those people um so for example um you know if I was if I was doing a party for you Mm -hmm. I'd be thinking about what what you and your guests want and you know I'd want it to be really visually pleasing and and then if I was doing a christening Mm -hmm. for example that would be very much a mixture of 
children and adults. So if I just did sort of like, you know, continental meats and cheeses, the, the kids might, I mean, yeah. gosh, some kids love stuff yeah. like that, I'm not saying, but but they're also going to want some ham sandwiches yeah. and some yeah. sausage rolls and crisps and things like that, you know what I mean? So it's, it's that every event is going to be different, every customer that I have is going to be different, and that is my main aim. I want that person to be happy. I yeah. need that person to be happy. Yeah. Um, because that's what makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so good, you know, having good conversations with people as well about yeah. what, what it is that they want and they visualize. I mean, some people are like, I don't know what I want, you know? So you've got to take the lead on it a little bit there and use your initiative. But then other people are like, I want this, 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 and this, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I've just got, I've just got this vision in my head of, all these parents, you know, like when you're prepping a party or whatever and you're, you're slapping the, the margarine on the bread thinking, yeah. oh my God, yeah. and like, their ears pricking up and you're like, yeah. what, I don't actually have to do this, yeah. there's other options. Oh, because so. this morning we were even trying stuff out at breakfast, I was, I was scrolling TikTok last night, you know, and you do it before <laughs> bed, and I'd found these little pinwheel oh. um, things that you can make with like Nutella and... Um, and it's just bread. It's just like yeah. pieces of bread that you roll flat and then you put Nutella and you, you, you slice them up. Anyway, I made them for the kids for breakfast this morning with Biscoff spread. Oh, I was like the best mum in the world. <laughs> you know, and I think if that, you know, it's that joy, isn't it, yeah, of, of yeah. those treats and just something a little bit different. Yeah. So how do you, do you find, I know obviously from like doing this and stuff and that juggle... And sometimes it can kind of not take over, but it can impact quite a lot. Have you found that yet? Or, you know, how do you kind of manage that? Um, do you I, mean like... I guess it's like the balance, isn't it? Yeah, it can It can impact. I, I'm quite an all or nothing person as well. Mm -hmm. So when I do something, I like jump in with both feet and I get quite obsessed, I suppose. Yeah. Um... So that's all my conversations. I, I'm sure my friends are really... All, all those friends that encouraged me are like, yeah. oh, God, she's talking about cheese again. You know? <laughs> oh, God. But I try to, I try to, you know, keep them happy by <laughs> taking them some cakes, you know? So, <laughs> so they'll just keep letting me talk about cake. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, this has had a big, a big um, impact. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping I'm not going to lose all my friends because they're bored of... <laughs> Sure you know, are. talking about what crackers are best. <laughs> um, I think probably the biggest imp impact is is just on family life. Mm -hmm. You know, as a, as a mum and, and on my relationship with my husband. Like yeah. I said, you know, it, there has been times when it's been a bit it's been a bit tough, mm -hmm. and I've thought, is it really worth it? Yeah. You know, is it worth having to say no to the kids? Is yeah. it worth having to sort of upset the equilibrium in the house because I'm working from, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm catering from home, so um, is it really worth it? And I suppose it is, I am being I am being a bit selfish, you know, this is what I want to do and I'm really fortunate that I'm in a position where I get to choose that, mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I, I can say this is what I want to do, this is going to, this is going to bring joy to my life. Yeah. Um, whilst obviously still contributing financially to the family, so I, I'm going to do that. Um, it's really hard to to do that sometimes. Yeah, how have you found that 
that just doing that because I think as mothers as well, it's that thing again of oh, we're guilt. Yeah, we're meant to be um the our children and our lifestyle is meant to be the priority. Mm. We're meant to work, but at the same time yeah. that's not meant to be a priority. No. So how have you found And you can't that? not when you're responsible to somebody else. I mean I know it is, you know, when you boil it down it, it's it's just some food, it's just a cake or whatever. Um but when somebody has that expectation of you because you've you're dealing with that yeah. for them you can't tell somebody mm-hmm. oh I'm not doing I can't do that sorry because I've, I've got my washing's piling up at yeah. home <laughs> <laughs> you know or, or my husband needs his tea making you know <laughs> it's not 1950 um so that's been hard and like like I said before that I, I there's been times when I've just thought this isn't worth it I mm-hmm. just need to not do this like well, what am I thinking um but I, I think I hate the word selfish because it's got so many negative connotations yeah. hasn't it but I think we have to be selfish sometimes mm-hmm. we have to look after ourselves we have to find joy in our lives mm-hmm. because we can't be good parents we can't be good partners we can't be good friends yeah. if we're not happy it's that whole you know put your own oxygen mask on yeah isn't it um you can't pour from an empty cup i know it's all those cliches but it's but they're they're true you know Mm -hmm. um you have to have that joy and spark in your own life otherwise how can you bring it to anybody else's and that's hard sometimes because you're going to come up up against um opposition Mm -hmm. but you've just got to keep in your mind i think that this is what i'm doing these are the reasons i'm doing it um yeah, and keep pushing forward, yeah. which is a lot easier yeah. said than done. <laughs> so are there any reasons for you doing it that we've not covered? Is there any, like, what's your... I know you say about, like, the joy of, of making and people eating it and stuff. What What's your driving force? Is it just that or is there anything else? Um, I think, I think my driving force is being independent, is... Um, I, I in my in my last role I got to choose when I worked mm-hmm. um you know and that ended up being a lot of hours and most days of the week yeah. um but I've never been comfortable and happy in like a nine to five job yeah. I really struggle being away from home I'm a real like home bird as mm-hmm. well um I'm most comfortable when I'm at home, although I can't spend a whole day at home, I'd have to like <laughs> have to like nip out to B and M or something. I'm exactly yeah. the same. Love being at home, but not all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's quite a lot of trips to home bargains and B and M, you know, for essential equipment. Um, but so so definitely being at home and in my base is my big uh, motivation. If I had to spend eight hours a day, five days a week out of the yeah. house. I that would I would really struggle with that. Um so that is my motivation is being able to do yeah. something that I can do from my own home. And although I, obviously I know I was saying before about the kids sometimes have to get a no because I'm busy. I am still there. Mm-hmm. I am still available, you know, if yeah. there's an emergency, I am still there. Um I love being able to pick my kids up from school every day. Yeah. I love being there when they come home from school. That's always been a thing that 
has, has motivated me throughout sort of um, yeah. my motherhood. Um, yeah, so, so that is, is, you know, doing something mm-hmm. that makes me be able to be a present mum yeah. is really important as well. Yeah. So what's your vision for Amazing Grace? Where do you, I don't want to put like a five-year five plan, you know, yeah. <laughs> what's your <clears throat> vision? Where do you want to see it go? Um, I suppose like a steady flow of, of business uh, uh, events, you know, mm-hmm. are, are really what... Um, what excite me so like I was saying having that conversation with somebody about what do you want from your event Mm -hmm. what what can I provide what um and and that and having everybody's going to be different it's always going to be different because each person wants something a bit different and so having a really good steady flow of um sort of events booked in is the dream um for me it's not I'm doing this by myself Mm -hmm. so I've got I've got a a couple of people that I can call in to help um you know if I have a particularly big event and I need an extra pair of hands but also I wouldn't want it to become anything bigger than that because I want that it to still be that personal touch this isn't about me making my millions or coming up with a brand that I can you know float on the stock exchange (laughs) or anything like that you know it is just I, I want I want to be well known for um, you know, providing a really quality service yeah. um, to to people locally. You know, so yeah, just having a really good reputation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and just like a nice steady flow of events, I yeah. suppose. <laughs> is is you know a nice nice booked up diary would yeah. be my aim. I'm quite. Me and my husband really compliment one another because he's like always got a five year plan he's always thinking ahead (laughs) whereas I'm like what's happening next week (laughs) you know (laughs) so um yeah I I sort of only think sort of month Mm -hmm. to month at most so um I know I've got sort of booked in this month and then you know obviously it'd be lovely to have lots of things booked into the future but um yeah sort of like take it a bit at a time yeah so yeah, there's no like big five year plan like I say to, you know, take over the world or anything. Um, but yeah, just just keep keep doing this and keep making people happy and yeah. So for any um, local parents that would like to order, mm. tell us just a little bit more about what you offer. And obviously, what I'll do is I'll put you links in the description okay. box so people can find you. Yeah, so um, still quite new, so I suppose I'm very much open to suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, but any any kind of event that you need some food taken care of, um, I I can provide that. So, um, christening buffets, uh, bridal shower, um, food, um, party food, particularly like coming towards Christmas. Um, if you're having friends over. You know, you know, I, I cater from literally two people upwards. So whether it's just you as a couple wanting some food, or if you're having another couple over, or you know, um, and then birthday parties, Christmas parties, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can, and 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 I try to cater to sort of everybody's budget as well. I know some people will want 
bells and whistles mm -hmm. and they'll want it to be all you know big and impressive and other people will want something a little bit more basic a little bit more you know accessible so I, I try to cater to sort of people's budgets and um yeah and what and what what they want mm -hmm. really so yeah conversation is always good um you know obviously people can give me a call and just just have a chat yeah. um about what they're thinking and I can let them know if I can help them with that or you know messenger as mm -hmm. well um not everybody likes picking up the phone do they <laughs> <No>. <laughs> scary telephone <laughs> um but yeah just just even like an inbox message drop me an inbox mm -hmm. message and we can we can have a bit of a conversation about what you want Oh. Yeah, and your graze boxes. You said you do sweet and savoury. Yeah, yeah. So um, I do sort of savoury ones with breads, cheeses, meats, mm -hmm. and things like that. And then um, I do cake boxes as well with like a variety of different cakes and desserts. So you get to try little bits of. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed on your um, Facebook page, you'll sometimes put on, don't you, that you've got what you've got for ready for that <clears> week. If yeah. To yeah, so I'm, I'm trying out lots of different recipes and things like that. You know, we're getting feedback from people about what they like, and sometimes that I'll, you know, I'll always sort of over make. So I'll, okay. I take pre-orders during the week. Um, you know, for let's say I've got like, you know, seven or eight people who are mm -hmm. wanting graze boxes, I'll always make extra ones um, and pop them on my group um, for people to come and to come and grab if they're still available. So yeah. Um, so why should people buy from you? I will always strive to to make you happy as a customer, absolutely, and give you the best best quality at the best you know price. Um, yeah, I I think that's that sort of sums up what. Yeah, <laughs> I'll always try and make you happy. From going off what you've said, like you you're flexible as well. Yeah, and, you know you, and I really I know I've said it mentioned it already, but I really like that um, point you made about you you're thinking about what's going to make that customer happy and yeah you know yeah that is the most important thing for me is um is just knowing that somebody's received something and you know m money's tight you know mm -hmm. for a lot of people people want good value you know so if you're choosing to spend your money on something I want you to be really happy with it yeah um yeah that's what that's what is important yeah if you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to follow, review and share with other parents you know. I'll add Christina's links in the description box so that if you want to order one of her delicious graze boxes or party food, you know exactly where to find her. Thank you, Christina, for joining me on today's podcast. It's been great to have you and thank you to everyone for listening.